0: Indeed, these people, meaning the people of Makkah, surely they say, in not here it, illa except our death, al the first one. Meaning, we're only going to die once and that's it. There's no life after that. وَمَا and not نَحْنُ وِي بِمُنْشَرِينَ At all wants to be resurrected. This is a Makki surah. And over here we see in these verses the belief of the Akhirah is being clarified. That the Mushrikeen, they used to say that we will only die once. مَوْتَتُنَا ula, And after that there is no resurrection. And there are many people who believe the same thing. That when we die, we go to the state of lifelessness that we were in before we came to the world. That death is termination. There is no life after that. And they said, fatu, So bring, abaina Our forefathers, meaning bring back our forefathers. If you say that there is life after that, then our ancestors who died long before, bring them back to life. Prove it to us, show it to us, in kuntum sadiqeen, if you should be truthful. So basically, their justification is that any person who dies, right, they never come back to life before us. So if they can never come back to life now, then that means they will never come back to life later. Well, belief in the akhirah is that resurrection will take place when? On the day of judgment, not right now. Right? So they're saying Fa tubi Abaina in Kuntum Sadiqin this is irrelevant. Allah says Ahum all of this pride in these people, Ahum are they better? Am or the people of Tubbar. They are very proud of themselves and in this pride they ask such questions or they make such demands that Abaina in Kuntum Sadiqin well have they compared themselves with other nations? How about قوم تبع? Who was قوم توبا? قوم تبع, It is said that they were Arab descendants of Qahthan in Yemen. Just as the Quraysh were the descendants of Ardnan. So basically, when you look at the history of Arabs, where they came from, right? You go into that. You see that some people they were in the Hijaz. Some tribes were in the Hijaz. They were the descendants of. And then there were the descendants of Qahtan who were in Yemen. Alright? So Tubba was a dynasty in Yemen, ancient Yemen. And it is said that the word Tubba was the title used for their kings. Just as Firaun was a title used for Egyptian kings. Just as Caesar in Rome. Or the Negus in Ethiopia. Right? The Kisra in Persia. So Tubba was the title given to the kings of this ancient dynasty in Yemen. All right? And it is said that this nation was extremely powerful. In fact, in 115 BC, they took over the kingdom of Sabah. All right? And they ruled it for over 300 years. All right? So basically, they expanded their kingdom a great deal. They were extremely powerful. Allah says, أَهُمْ خَيْرٌ أَمْ قَوْمُ تُبَّعْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قبلهم. And also those who came before قَوْمُ تبع. More ancient civilizations. Do the people of Makkah think that they're better? No, they're not better. In no way. قَوْمُ تُبَّعْ was more powerful. قَوْمُ تُبَّعْ was more wealthy. Their nation was bigger. Their kingdom was far bigger. أَهْلَكْنَاهُمْ However, we destroyed them. Why? Because of their israf. Just as Fir'aun was finished, Tubba was finished, إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا مُجْرِمِينَ Indeed, they were a criminal people. So the message is that you are not mightier than these past civilizations. These past civilizations could not withstand the punishment of Allah. What do you think about yourselves? وَمَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا لَاعِبِينَ Now again, back to the same message that you think there is no resurrection. Well that is because you think there is no purpose to the creation of the heavens and the earth. However, وَمَا and not خَلَقْنَا We created السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ The skies and the earth. وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا And whatever that is between them, لَاعِبِينَ In play la'ibeen plural of la'ib from la'ib la'ib is to play to amuse oneself so we did not create all of this in play no all of this was created for a reason ma khalaqna we did not create both of them meaning the sky and the earth illa except bilhaq with purpose with truth in truth meaning for a just cause for a just reason for a purpose for a goal and this is so with every creation of Allah. Everything that Allah has created has a work. It has a task. It has a purpose. It has a worth. illa bilhaq. But most of these people do not know. If you think about it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the example of the sun in Surah Yasin ayah 40. That the sun, look at its size and look at the moon. There's such a huge difference. And both are in space. <laughs> the sun is doing its thing, the moon is doing its thing, the night, the day, everything is doing its thing. Right? Each is in its own orbit. What does it mean? Each has its own task, its purpose, its goal. The reason why it was created and it's doing it. For all these years, it's doing it. It couldn't have been in vain. It couldn't have been for no reason. There is a reason for all of this. Inna yawm al fasli. So, how could you think that your life? is for no reason there is a reason you are being tested over here and you will die at the end of your lives and you will be resurrected in al Fasli, indeed the day of separation the day of judgment fasl fasl also means to separate and the day of judgment is also called al fasl because that is the day when people will be separated fasl is also used for judgment for decision because that is the day when decisions final decisions will be made so that day is mirkat to whom their appointed time. Meaning right now they have their freedom. Right now they have their chances. They make promises that they will improve, then they go back to their old ways. But there is an appointed time, an appointment, miqat, ajmaeen for all of them, when Allah will gather the first of them and the last of them. Yawma, it is the day when la yurni, he will not avail, he will not enrich. Hu maulan, a guardian protector. An maulan, from another guardian protector. Shayan, anything at all, meaning no maula will benefit another maula. What is maula? Maula is from waulam, yeah, wala. You may have heard of the term al-wala' wal right? That wala' is basically relationship. A relationship of closeness. That demands protection. Alright? Meaning that it demands that you protect one another. It demands that you are there for each other. This is the relationship of wala'. Friendship. Close friendship. Alliances. Alright? Now this can exist between nations. And it can also exist between people. Meaning individuals. We see that the word mola is used in terms of you know relationship that exists between people in terms of blood. So when they're related by blood or through marriage, religion, nationality, even slavery. Even slavery. Meaning if a person is a slave to someone and then they're set free, even though he's set free, there will still be a relationship of closeness between them. So, Allah says that يَوْمَ لَا يُغْنِي مَوْلًا عَنْ مَوْلًا شَيْئًا It doesn't matter what relationship you have with somebody. That somebody is not going to help you. Nobody is going to help another person on the Day of Judgment. Even the Prophet ﷺ said to his daughter, he said to his close family members, when he called his family members, and he did dawah to them, and he told them, ask me for whatever you want right now, for I cannot save you on that day. I cannot save you that day. Today, yes, I can help you financially. I can give you what you want, whatever I'm capable of. But tomorrow, you're on your own. Wallahum yun sarun. Nor will they be helped. Meaning, no third person is going to come and help them. So two people, because of their relationship between them, still they will not be able to help each other. And then no third person can come and help them either. Why? Because all relationships will be severed on that day. In suratul Muminun Ayah one hundred and one, Allah says, fala There's no relationship anymore between people. So much so that even best friends will turn into enemies that day. Illa except man who rahim Allah. Allah has mercy. Meaning that person will be saved. Who? The person whom Allah shows mercy to. al aziz al rahim. Indeed He is the exalted in might, the merciful. So only the person who will be saved by Allah is saved that day. And this is why we should ask Allah for mercy on that day. And those who are deprived of Allah's mercy... Then look at their fate. إِنَّ zakum. Indeed the tree of Zakum, ta'amul athim It is food for the athim. Athim is a person who commits ism. Ism is sin. Deliberate sin. And athim habitually, continuously. It is food for the sinful, criminal people, for great sinners. Zakum is a tree. But what kind of a tree is it? We learn from the Quran that it grows in the bottom of hell. It's a tree from hell of hell. Ta'amul Asim, from it the sinful will eat. And when they will eat, kal muhli. It will be like murky oil or like molten metal. Muh is used for the sediments of black oil meaning oil that has been used over and over again then what happens at the bottom the sediments they settle right so that thick black stuff what is it muhl then the word muhl is also used for molten metal molten metal not solid but molten hot kal muhli like muhl yaghli it will boil it will bubble up where fil in the bellies meaning of those who drink it. It's so bitter, it is so vile, it is so poisonous, that when they will eat it, as it goes in their stomachs, it will boil inside. How will it boil? hamim, Like the boiling of scalding hot water. غَلْيِ rain lam ya. It's used for boiling. It will bubble up and boil like hot water. Just imagine a kettle boiling water. How is it? This is how it will boil in their stomachs. خضوه. It will be commanded seize him. فعتلوه. then drag him. Ain Talam Atl is to drag someone away forcefully. Forcefully humiliating them, drag them away. Fatiluhu Ila Sawa Jahim. Take him to the centre of hellfire, midst of hellfire. And then another punishment, ثُمَّ صُبُّ فَوْقَ رَأْسِهِ ثُمَّ then صُبُّ Pour صَدْ بَاء صَبْ أَنَّا صَبَبْنَا الْمَاء صَبَّ It is to pour down in huge quantities. So صُبُّ فَوْقَ رَأْسِهِ Above his head pour مِنْ عَذَابِ الْحَمِيمِ The torment of scalding water. Why all this severe punishment? It will be said, ذُقْ tasted. إنك أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْكَرِيمُ Indeed you you used to be Aziz and you used to be Karim. Aziz is who? Someone of Izzah. Someone who has power and might, honor, someone who is distinguished, he's beloved, he's strong. This is who Aziz is. And Karim who's noble, held in high esteem, respectable amongst his people in Azizul Karim, what does it mean by this? That firstly you thought of yourself as their Aziz and Kareem. You thought you were so mighty and powerful and strong that you belittle the truth. Where did all that might go? It's your pride that brought you to this. Your thinking very highly of yourself that brought you to this. Dhuk azizul karim. Secondly, that you were considered to be very aziz and karim by others, by the people of the world. They thought very highly of you. They thought you were so mighty, so respectable. They loved you. You were so dear to them. Where is all that love gone? This horrific punishment and this statement at the end, ذُقْ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْكَرِيمُ This should really teach us the reality of worldly fame. The reality of worldly glory. Never be deceived by it. Never be deceived by it. And never let worldly glory, worldly prestige, the worldly things, the zina of this world, prevent you from the truth. Because look at what happened to Firaun. Look at what happened to the people of Tubba. They had it all. They were considered aziz and kareem. In their own eyes, and in the eyes of the people of the world. But What happened? None of that helped them. Allah says, indeed, this is ma kuntum. It is that which you used to. Be he with it, tamtarun. You used to doubt. This is the same thing that you used to doubt in. And tamtarun intira is also to dispute. You disputed with the messengers about this. Well, you see its reality now. On the other hand, indeed the righteous the people of taqwa they will be fi maqamin amin in a place in a station that is amin that is secure Fir'aun and his people they also had maqamin what kind of maqam was it karim as it was mentioned earlier allah says the people of taqwa will be in maqamin amin what is ameen? Safe and secure. You see, in this world, no matter what a person has accumulated for himself, if he doesn't have safety, none of his riches can help him. He cannot enjoy anything if he doesn't have safety. Doesn't it happen that people have mansions, houses, you know, full of things, every blessing, but in an instant they have to leave escape in order to save their lives lack of security means no matter what you have is useless it's not going to help you what happened to pharaoh and his people they had it all they had maqam karim but they didn't have aman allah did not grant them safety the people of taqwa will be in jannah and jannah is maqam amin It is completely safe and secure. It's a home of aman, home of peace. How is it a home of peace? Because there is no risk, no fear of any death, any illness, any loss, any pain, no grief, no fear, nothing. No fear of even leaving it. In this world what happens? No matter what you have, you are always afraid of? Afraid of? Losing it. Because you know that one day you will lose it. Isn't it? no matter what we have we know that one day we are going to lose it so our concern is about keeping our beloved things safe but that's not possible in this world fi maqamin amin fi jannatin wa in gardens and springs عيون, plural of yalbasuna they will wear min sundusin fine silk even clothing is luxurious because in this world, I mean, you can wear silk, but not for long. Because what happens? You dress up, you wear silk, but then you have to go work, isn't it? And then you're worried that your clothes are going to get stained. The fancier it is, the more concerned you are. The more you have to protect it. Yalbasuna min wa The silk. What does that indicate? Firstly, their comfort, and secondly, their luxury. Comfort and luxury. Because they don't have to work themselves. Sundus and istabraq. We have read these words earlier also. Sundus is used for fine silk and istabraq is used for thick silk, heavy brocade. Mutakabilin, facing each other. From taqabul. Why will they be able to face each other? Why? Because Jannah is huge. What happens in this world? Our living rooms are tiny. Our guest rooms are small. Isn't it? So yes, some people can face each other, but many people have to look at other people's backs. This is the reality of this world. No matter how big of a place it is, it becomes small eventually. So you have to move from one place to another. Right? You have to expand. But jannah مُتَقَابِلِينَ And why else Because when can you face someone? When can you look at someone in the eye? When? When there is no awkwardness. Why is it that we feel awkward. We can't look at someone in the eye. Because we said something that we shouldn't have said. We felt something we shouldn't have felt. Isn't it? We did something that we shouldn't have done towards them or about them. But in Jannah, Mutaqabileen Kadalik, Thus it will be. This is how it will be. وَزَوَّجْنَاهُمْ And we will marry them بِحُورٍ انعين, With hur عِينٍ حور Nobody needs to know who hur are. I think everybody knows. Reen is a new word. Reen plural of the word ainah, And aina is used for a person with large, beautiful, attractive eyes. hur بِحُورٍ in We learn in hadith that no person in Jannah will be single. No person. Everyone will have a spouse. This doesn't mean, when we think of spouses in Jannah, for some reason we always think about men having many wives. Alright? Spouses in Jannah, what does it mean? No one is going to be single. And that means even women will not be single. ayn. Because you see, we experience this. You could have money. You could have, you know, family. You could have whatever. If you don't have a spouse, and a spouse that you can actually be on the same wavelength, right? You know, it's as if you're missing something from your life. Something is missing. True happiness comes with what? Sharing joy, intimacy, closeness that exists between people. And that real joy comes with what? Marriage. It's a unique kind of joy. It's a unique kind of closeness and happiness. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises That in Jannah No person will be single No person will have an unfulfilled relationship Or unfulfilling relationship وَزَوَّجْنَاهُمْ بِحُورٍ عِينٍ Because you see two things are mentioned over here The beauty is mentioned, yes But before that متقابلين is mentioned Because You know if the husband and wife They're living together But they're upset with each other What what happy life is that? That's not a happy life متقابلين Fulfilling relationship. Yadu'una fiha. And then what happens in this world? Husband and wife happy, everything's good, looks are there, you know, personalities match, they get along well, but then the stress. The stress of making money, right? Or the work. Nothing like that in Jannah. Yadu'una fiha bikulli fakihatin. Amineen. يَدْعُونَ they will call Fiha in it فاكهتن, every kind of fruit آمنين while being safe and secure they won't even have to go work for it themselves everything will be brought to them you will notice security is mentioned again and again safety is mentioned again and again La they will not taste Fiha in it الموت, the death they will not even taste death. They will not even experience death, illa except al-maut al the first death, meaning the death which is at the end of worldly life. Yes, everybody has to experience that. Wa waqahum, and He will save them, meaning their Lord will save them from adab al-jahim, from the punishment of hell. You see, in Jannah there is no death and no taste of death, and that means there is no sleep yes people in jannah will not have to sleep there is a mention of qailulah of a nap in hadith we learn about naps all right you know when you take a nap when can you afford to take a nap by the way huh when you have the luxury you could be tired you could be exhausted you could be running on only 2 or 3 hours of sleep right but with all the work and the children and everything else You can't get to take a nap. Right? But in Jannah we see there is no sleep. As in people will rest, but they will not need to sleep. Why do we sleep? Why do we need to sleep? Hmm? So we can function. Right? Because if we don't sleep, we know we'll be miserable, we'll be cranky, we'll be tired, we'll be exhausted, we won't be able to do our work. We need sleep. Our body, because of its limitations, it needs sleep. But really, beyond that, why else do we need to sleep? Why is sleep necessary? Okay, it's out of control. Okay, but why does the body need to sleep? To recharge, right? Even the brain needs that because you know the brain is most active when the body is asleep, isn't it? Why is it active at that time? It's processing everything that's been going on, storing things in memory and whatnot. So the body needs. That sleep, but in Jannah there is no need for that because it's the home of perfection. It's the perfect life. لا يدوقون فيها الموت إلا الموتى And in Hadith we learn that death will be brought in the form of a of an animal, of a ram, and it will be slaughtered. as bounty from your Lord. This is a favor from Allah. Fadl is a surplus, extra benefit that is given. Meaning the person who's giving is not obliged to give it's not mandatory on them to give it jannah is Fadlam min rabbik he doesn't have to give jannah to his servants we don't have a right over jannah we can't go and demand jannah no we can't because we are allah's servants it is Fadlam min rabbik that is the great attainment The Prophet ﷺ said that work and strive hard and know that no one will enter Jannah by virtue of his deeds. No one can come and say here, I'm submitting my deeds, can I get a ticket to Jannah? No. It doesn't work like that. How does it work? By Allah's favor. The people asked the Prophet sallallahu الله عليه not even you, O Messenger of Allah? And he said, not even me, unless Allah showers me with His mercy and grace. فَإِنَّمَا So indeed, يَسَّرْنَاهُ We have made it easy. Meaning the Qur'an that was mentioned at the beginning of the surah, now at the end of the surah again. Allah says, we have made it easy, bilisanik in your language. Why? لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ So that they may be Reminded. The message is evident. And if you look at the surah, so short, clear, the message is so evident. But, لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ So that they may be reminded, but have they taken a lesson? فَارْتَقِبْ So wait, إِنَّهُمْ مُرْتَقِبُونَ Indeed, they are waiting. يَسَّرْنَاهُ is from تَيْسِير يَسِينَ رَأْ يُسْر يُسْر is ease. We think يُسْر means everything happens according to my wishes. That is what يُسْر is. Right? When things are going my way, that means things are easy. When things are not going my way, that means things are difficult. That is not yusr. Sometimes we think yusr is when things are simple, like 2 plus 2. Not even 2 plus 2, 1 plus 1. Right? This is what we think yusr is. Allah says, يَسَّرْنَاهُ The Qur'an, we have made it easy. We say, huh? How is it easy? Ease. Taysir is not making things simple. It is facilitating something. Providing all the necessary means so that a person can accomplish his goal. That taisir. So for example, the word is used for preparing a horse. يَسَّرَ lil rukub That the horse was prepared for riding. What does it mean? The horse has been trained. Okay, The saddle is there. Everything is ready The reins are there Now you have to go Sit on the horse And learn to ride Figure out how to ride the horse You understand? This is similar to how The car is there Roads are there The book is there You can go take your test Everything has been facilitated Now who has to work? You have to work Study the book Go get your license Go practice Drive properly, follow the rules of the road, go take your test, get your license. Simple, khalas. But if a person says, looks at the book and says, oh, you know, it's so difficult to drive, no way, I can't ever get a license. It's not for me. Well, you haven't even tried it. Have to try. This is how we view the Qur'an sometimes. We think, Allah has said the Qur'an is easy, it should come to me very quickly, very easily. No, what it means is, its learning has been facilitated. And when it has been facilitated, that means that you have to now open the book, use your mind, think, read, learn, and you'll be able to do it. فَإِنَّمَا يَسَّرْنَاهُ بِلِسَانِكَ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ فَارْتَقِبُ But these people are not learning. The mushrikeen of Makkah were still denying. Allah says, wait. إِنَّهُمْ مُرْتَقِبُونَ Indeed, they're also waiting, watching. Waiting to see what will happen, that who will have ultimate success. So hold on. Let's listen to the recitation of these
1: verses. <laughs> Fatou بابائنا ان كنتم صادقين أهم خير ام قوم تبع والذين من قبلهم اهلكناهم انهم كانوا مجرمين وَمَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا لَاعِبِينَ مَا خَلَقْنَاهُمَا إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ إِنَّ يَوْمَ الْفَصْلِ مِيقَاتُهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ يَوْمَ لَا يُغْنِي مَوْلًا عَن مَوْلًا شَيْئًا وَلَا هُمْ يُنصَرُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ رَحِمَ اللَّهِ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ إِنَّ شَجَرَةَ الزَّقُّونَ طعام الأثيم كالمهلي يغلي في البطون، كالغلي الحمين، خذوه فعتلوه إلى سواء ثم. صُمّ فَنقَرَاسِهِ مِنْ عَذَابِ الْحَمِيمِ ذُقَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْكَرِيمُ إِنَّ هَذَا مَا تَكْتِينُ فِي مَقَامٍ أَمِينٍ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَعُيُونٍ يَلْبَسُونَ مِن سُنْدُسٍ وَإِسْتَبْرَقٍ مُتَقَابِلِينَ كَذَلِكَ وَزَوَّجْنَاهُمْ بِحُورٍ عِينٍ يدعون فيها بكل فاكهة آمنين، لا يذوقون فيها الموت إلا الموتة الأولى، one عذاب الجحيم. one who is the one فَإِنَّمَا يَسَّرْنَاهُ بِلِسَانِكَ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ فَارْتَقِبْ إِنَّهُمْ
0: مُرْتَقِبُونَ سبحانك اللهم بِحَمْدِكَ اشهد ان اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك السلام عليكم الله وبركاته